Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 277 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name's Orbital Albert, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the top five signs you may just need a little bit of a pinball break. Or maybe it's a lot. I don't know. It depends on your situation. But throughout my years, I've been involved in a lot of hobbies, from craft beer to disc golf to ball golf um, <coughs> to various other like poker and other things like that and it's it's very similar to those other ones i would find that if too often i was you know doing any one thing i would get sick of it and i would be burnt out i would need some time off so uh poker is a good example quite often in the winter time i will upload poker stars or another online poker app and have it for those long winter nights to help get me through if I'm bored or there's not much going on, which, you know, here in Canada, the winters can get long. Uh, and then by the summertime, I'm kind of sick of it and I'm over it and I usually uninstall it and don't play it very much after that. Um, and there's just too much nice stuff going on. I can go for a beautiful walk or you can go to the beach and go hang out with friends. Unless, of course, you live in Nova Scotia, then you have to go to the shore to get away from the bugs. But, uh, of course, it's not all Nova Scotia. It's probably just my area. But I am still here in London, Ontario, which means I do get to go for a beautiful walk and chat with you guys. So very excited about that. Oh, a caution. Blue-green allergy is present in the pond. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to drink from the pond. How about that? Thank you, Thames Valley Conservation Area. I am at West Westminster Trails just uh, walking over to my pop's house today and opened up my Anchor app to see that 20 thousand times you guys have chose to listen to my little blog my humble little blog cast uh i call it a podcast so you know how to find it and where to get it but uh it's really let's be honest it's just a blog i'm sitting here i'm two minutes in i barely talked about pinball so very excited to have twenty thousand. going to be doing a little party or get together tonight but we will talk about that in a minute let's go back to today's main topic okay so I think that a lot of pinball players sometimes go so full force into pinball that they end up getting burnout. And I did an episode a couple months ago called Burnout Pete. And that was kind of dealing with that. It was more than a few months ago. It was around episode 100, I believe. Um, and that sort of discussed that. But this is going to come at it from some other angles. Uh, for instance, I was working really, really, really hard to learn to tap pass at one point. So this will be number one. If you're concentrating too hard, too often, for too long on only one skill, and you're having issues with it, and you're not able to do it, I remember at a point when I was trying to learn to tap pass, I went to Monday Night Pinball, of which I get to go to tonight as well. Whoop, whoop. So if you're listening to this and you're in the London area, get your butt down there and come play my last Monday Night Pinball for minimum six months, because I will not be back till at least March. So anyways, I am uh, learning to tap pass, and I shat you guys not, because I had spent about two and a half, three hours trying to tap pass that particular day. It was kind of my only goal was to get tap. Doing a tap pass is easy. Doing it consistently with the ball flowing when you're not cradled up, that is the challenging part. Being able to do it on several different types of machines from different years, that is the challenging part. So I'm uh, playing pinball in a tournament that's for IFPA points, and I try to tap pass on a new stern. And I'm like, and the ball obviously just like, went ape crap and just bounced all over the friggin' thing and ended up outlaning right away. I was like, what are you doing? So one sign 
that you may need a little break is if you've been concentrating on one particular pinball machine or one particular maneuver for too long, you might want to give your, your, your brain just like a 24 hour break before you go to do a tournament um, or before really you, you try to do like say a live stream or something like that, especially if it's an important one. Uh, nothing like the Pinball Nerds podcast live streams. I only had about you know, eight to 10 viewers usually, but I am missing streaming. And when I do get back to Nova Scotia, I am going to start setting up some streams. I've already been talking to a couple local people. So I am excited to stream again. It will happen again. If you have followed the Pinball Nerds podcast channel on Twitch, please stay followed because there's more to come. Um, and hopefully Jurassic Park soon, but we'll talk about that later. The number two reason that you need a pinball break is you're getting too angry. So you're getting angry because let's say you're not playing as well as you used to. And I know it seems counterintuitive. I know the Malcolm Gladwell idea of doing anything for 10,000 hours, you get better. That's correct. But if you've been doing, I've had days where, uh, especially when I get a new pinball machine in my house for three or four days, I play the snot out of that machine. And I, you start to lose some of the joy in it when you play it too often, or you concentrate on the score too often, or you're not playing it with friends enough, and you're just by yourself. And if you find yourself, you're continually slapping the glass and you're continually just, you know, getting angry or punching the wall or something like that or doing whatever, however you take out your anger. Everyone's different. Some people just yell or scream or other people smack the glass, which obviously ideally isn't a great thing to do because I mean, I've hit the glass before too, but uh, I have heard of people breaking it out of anger and that would just be a complete shame because not only would you need a new glass, but you know, trying to get every little speck of tiny piece of you know shattered glass out of your pinball machine gonna be near impossible and take a long time and be a pain in the butt so I've heard knock on wood thank god I'm walking down a trail I can just go over here and knock on wood did you hear that yeah it's a little hollow um anyways number three sign you might need a break um number three sign is if it's taking too much time away from your friends family or other hobbies so I don't know say you also play freaking ping pong but you were part of the like me you used to be part of the london ping pong club it was another one of my little side hobbies and uh you know you haven't seen all your ping pong buddies in a while because you know you've been canceling on going out and even if they're just going out for drinks or something unpinball related or ping pong related or volleyball or whatever other sports or hobbies you have and you're kind of losing touch with those people it might be a good time to take a pinball break Another time that I find a lot of people take a pinball break, and this would be number four, this would be after a big giant tournament, especially if you did well. So I found after I played pinball at Pemberg and qualified for A and got to play with that caliber of players in that big of a tournament with that much excitement, it was not as exciting to come back and just play. Like, you know, if you're Wayne Gretzky uh, and you're playing the Stanley Cup playoffs, or I don't know, Babe Ruth, uh, if we're talking about baseball, whatever, and you just went to the World Series and you won it, uh, it's going to be really hard to come play in your local rec league. Like, I still love pinball, pinball and playing pinball. The excitement, though, is just gone. So tons of players, I noticed, took like a, almost kind of a month break off, and it'd be interesting to correlate the IFPA results and show for a month after Pinburg. I bet you the number of attendees at events severely dips for about a month. Because A, you're a little bit pinballed out from playing pinball day after day after day. And B, maybe even more importantly, uh, some of the excitement or thrill is gone. And in that case, you know, a 24-hour break may not be good enough. A 72-hour break may not be good enough. You might actually need to take like an entire break 
away from it just to give your brain some time and energy to reset and get your excitement and adrenaline going again. Now, I've played so few tournaments out there uh, in Nova Scotia. I'm, I was just ecstatic to play the Lopal Finals on Saturday. That felt like a giant tournament to me. I mean, playing with so many of the best players and, and each and every tournament I have got to play out on the East Coast since then has felt really good and I had a good time. But the further away from Pemberg it's been, the more I've appreciated it for what it was, if that makes sense. So, wow, I came out the wrong spot and I'm, oh my God, completely lost. Okay, I just went the wrong way through the forest. Well, that's all right, I got more time to chat with you guys. So, <laughs> wow, I went pretty far the wrong way. Um, so one of the things that I think is healthy is to not force yourself. Because if you force yourself, for any of these four reasons so far, if you force yourself to go play a pinball tournament and you're just eh, not like 100% into it, A, you're not going to play great, B, you're not going to love it, and C, you're going to go maybe in the future, maybe I won't play that next tournament because I wasn't passionate for it, I wasn't excited for it. And that in any hobby is a recipe for success. The fifth and final way, and this is a little silly, this is a little direct, like a lot of people, this won't affect tons of people, but for those of you listening who do it, will know, if you're someone who uh, podcasts, like myself, if you're someone who live streams, like I used to, if you're someone who has some type of, um, any type of financial interest in pinball, so you work at a pinball company, you, you're a distributor, you're... Uh, I don't know, like you run a blog. I don't think everyone who just talks on Pinside, but, you know, someone who maybe is just a Pinside arm hero, you know, and they're on Pinside all the time and talking about it and arguing, and that can really sour you on it. So, uh, but just like myself, in a day where I end up doing two or three podcasts, I might play a little pinball, but not as much as I would have if not. And I'm just trying to think. I'm almost at 300 episodes here. We've got another couple to go. Uh, my goal is to be at 300 by the end of my first year, which will be Halloween, of course. So we're a couple weeks away. And um, I'd always said I wanted to be your daily dose of pinball and attempt to put up a pinball-type blog or podcast, uh, you know, as close to once a day as I can. And if you look back, you can see that, you know, sometimes there's two or three in a day and other times there's none for a week. But during those times when you saw me not have one for a week, I either A, had nothing to say, was too busy to podcast, or more realistically was burnt out from either playing a lot of pinball or talking about a lot of pinball, right? So those two things can kind of go hand in hand. Um, I know even a good buddy of mine who plays disc golf, it's known as froth some places, it's known as frisbee golf other places, but we usually call it disc golf here because you're not throwing a frisbee anymore. Um, I know that after he got involved in organizing and running tournaments, and between doing that and running a forum, he eventually just got burned out on even playing it. So it wasn't something that he was willing or wanting to do anymore and it's funny though because I like to bug him and say but buddy if you hadn't got into you know doing so many tournaments constantly and being busy and and, and running the forum and doing all this other kind of stuff and trying to kind of you know meet up with the distributors and meet up with the not that pinball and disc golf is exact but I mean I'm sure it works somewhat similar um, it's definitely a niche hobby it's definitely a hobby with a lot of obscure strange crazy weird people and it even has overlap. Uh, three of the guys I just, I got to get in a nine hole disc golf yesterday. I was down here in London. And, uh, you know, three or four of the guys that I disc golf with regularly are also love pinball. Or at least like it, right? Um, like my good buddy Jay I got to play with yesterday. Shout out. Uh, Jay Cresswell was uh, actually at my 
bachelor party, we did like a multi-day. We did like 12 games in a day and all your scoring added up. And one of them was a pinball tournament, um, which was, of course, my favorite. And eh, the poker tournament at the end of the night was pretty epic because I went to 4 a.m. But uh, while we were playing the pinball tournament, uh, Jay actually beat a lot of other pinball players who have actually came out and played pinball. And, and he was the only one there like who had never been to a tournament before. And he does love it. He likes coming over and playing it. He just doesn't want to do a tournament. And like I was saying, my other buddy who was into disc golf, at the end of it, he just he just sold off like 400 discs. He was also coloring and dyeing discs and selling those separately as well. And so he just sold off all of his discs. And I'm like, so like even once, twice a year, you don't want to come out and play anymore? He's like, I don't think so. I just got sick of it between all the emails and organizing the tournaments and talking on the forums and trying to sell the discs. And, and I said, but imagine if you just stayed at that player level, would you still be burnt out of pinball? or sorry, disc golf right now. And he's like, eh, probably not, I guess, right? So if you find you've got too much on the side going on, whether you're flipping machines or whether you're an armchair, like you're, you're on pin side 10 hours a week, or no matter what it is that you're doing that's taking time and energy for your brain to think about that particular hobby, it kind of correlates together. So I don't know if this is making sense, but I, I can say this truthfully. Let's say I devote... Well, you guys know me, I eat, sleep, breathe, pinball, but I usually devote about, I would say 15 to 20 hours, sometimes up to 30 hours, the odd week, even 40 hours into pinball. And I only have so many hours. And what I do is I probably split that up 25% of that time. I'm watching Twitch, enjoying conversating with the people. That's my favorite part, probably other than playing. And then, you know, I still have about another five to 10 hours that I have minimum for playing more when I'm out of town where there's cool places to play less when I'm not right. Makes sense. Um, and then I still have another, you know, five to 10 hours to do my podcasting for the week. And then everything else is kind of wrapped up in miscellaneous between Facebook and talking about pinball with friends and somewhere around that 40 hour mark, 30 hour mark, I'm burnt out. I don't want to talk about pinball. I don't want to look at pinball. I don't want to play pinball. I don't even care to see pinball posts on Facebook, right? So we all have that, that point. And if you yourself find like you're getting overwhelmed, you're just not enjoying it as much, the number one thing you can do for your future career in pinball is back off a little. Go a week, go a month. Doesn't mean you have to like unfriend everybody on Facebook or anything like that. We don't have to go that extreme, but maybe go one week. This, is, this, this, this has helped me in the past. That's how I'm gonna say that. Go one week without playing any pinball machine whatsoever. And that will. Like, wow, when I get to about day six, I start getting the shakes, the pinball shakes. You're like, oh, I need to play. I need to plunge. I need to flip. I need a dead flip. I need to tap pass. Um, even if, uh, like, when, when Flash Gordon was down, I couldn't tap pass for a couple of weeks. I was like, ah, I need to tap pass. I love tap passing. Um, so, you know, and it's just, it's, it, this is a little bit of a silly podcast. I know it's a, it's, you know, I know not many of you are going to probably listen to this one, and that's totally fine. I'm just walking through the forest chatting with you guys because I'm bored. So I'm glad for each and every one of the 20,000 times that you guys listen to it. I know it's a lot of repeat customers. Um, Spotify uh, slash, I guess it's it's owned by Spotify, but it's Anchor shows that my average listens, uh, they vary between about 100, 120. Um, all my top 10 episodes have over 150 now, which is pretty nice. And I want to keep bringing awesome content for you guys. If you guys have any ideas for shows or top five lists or anything like that, make sure that you send them to me at pimblenerds at gmail.com or to my Facebook page, Pimble Nerds Podcast. I'm running out of breath a little. That was a pretty steep hill, but hey, I'm making it. Uh, also, I want to remind you that today, 
I'll even extend it to tomorrow just in case people aren't listening today because I know a lot of times I put out so many freaking podcasts, it takes a day or two to listen. So even until Tuesday, I believe it's October 6th, October 7th, one of those days, it's the Tuesday, the first Tuesday of October. Get me your missions. And I've had a couple come in. I really appreciate it, but I'd like some more for Chris. I want to do the podcast at the very least by, if not Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, letting Chris know all of his missions. That's Chris Pinterney. He's going to be going to Expo. And to each and every one of you going to Expo, know that I will not be there in person, but I will be there in heart and soul. I will watch every Twitch stream that comes from Expo. I will attempt to sit in for, if they do, I hope they Twitch, Twitch stream some of the uh, seminars. Definitely want to see the Jersey Jack one and a couple of the other ones out there sounded really cool. Actually, uh, Bruce and Ron and Dennis, Dennis actually joined the Slam Tilt Pinball podcast. I've listened to about half of that. Loving that. They're talking about all the different expos in much better detail than I did. Um, I mean, Bruce's details are more like, that one sucks. I'm not going to that one. That one sucks. I'm just kidding. That's not a, your, your voice is much better than that, Bruce. But, uh, and congrats also to Mr. Bruce Nightingale, who won the last, I guess, was it Stomp or was it what, what the exit from Lulu? I don't know. Whatever the last one was that tournament that went there, they're chatting with that as well. It was neat to hear Dennis on there, though. I thought that was cool. Um, obviously, listen to him on the Eclectic Gamers podcast and This Week in Pinball podcast. Uh, my buddy, Zach Attack. That's right. I'm going to use it. I'm sorry, buddy. I might even have to Google best names for Zach, but I just like to think of Zach Attack as like the natural name for him because he goes at everything hard, right? He attacks it. Uh, Hardest working man in pinball for sure. So really appreciate everything they do at all the other pinball podcasts. Really the only reason why I'm around. You'll notice I shout out or mention a lot of them often because I pretty much listen to them all. I pretty much, I pretty much at least like most of them. And, uh, Really excited to go tonight to call the office because we're going to be celebrating 20,000 listens, i.e. it's going to be me going, by the way, guys, this is a, I haven't told anyone there, but I'm telling you guys now that counts, right? Um, probably my last day drinking. I'm going to attempt to do the rest of October sober all the way till my sister comes up to visit in November. And uh, it's always good. It's the same thing like I was saying with taking a break. It's a, a break's good for you. So I'm going to take a month off of drinking alcohol, attempt to reset my whole system, um, kind of just get back on track. I probably enjoyed a little too much craft beer when I was down here, and uh, well, I'm a little bit sick of craft beer. I didn't ever think I'd say that, but it happened. So same thing that can happen pinball or pretty much anything else. All right, pinball nerds, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I know it wasn't the most interesting. I will be back with a better hard-hitting episode tomorrow, or at least slightly better, hopefully. I'm traveling tomorrow, so it might be an airport episode, so watch out for that background noise. Until next time, pinball nerds, remember to eat, sleep, and breathe pinball until you need a break from it. I love you guys. Cheers.